the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' duh! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna have a hobby. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad on those will you? I can't wait to ship my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Good morning, afternoon, after day, whatever the time it is, Raya. This is Captain Unicorn here, and I'm with my friend Bradley Weather, and uh, this is another uh, episode of the Launch Chair Podcast. Um, unfortunately, Johnny Weather is not with us right now. He's probably doing some, I have no idea what he's doing. He's probably took to put some aliens somewhere, I have no idea. But anyway, I'll turn over to my brother, <laughs> Bradley, and he can start us off tonight. We don't need him. It gives us more airtime, right? We get we get to talk. So today we've got some conspiracy. We've got a update on Democrats and them raising funds. And then we've got a warning. You've been telling us that cryptocurrency is the way to go. You've been telling us that the CBDC is coming. Well, here is Glenn Beck. I've got two videos here. And he's got some dire predictions, and uh, I'm kind of wondering uh, whether or not they're going to come true or not. So let me get your honest opinion of what this, what's uh, happening here. You're not going to stop a hundred million people. We have the banking crisis. They say it's fine. It's just beginning. That's the beginning of the end of our currency. That means a dollar collapse. That yes. means we become Venezuela. We will have war with China. We will have war with Russia and Iran. The fundamental transformation that started in 2008 is finished. We are no longer viewed as a superpower. We're Joe Biden just walking into the twilight. This is the time. I'm going to make a prediction. By 2025, we are going to be at war. We are going to have a new dollar, a currency that probably is coming from the central bank. We'll have a currency collapse and we will live in a virtual police state. It's not far off. Donald Trump is not even a person anymore. He is a symbol. That's some pretty dire stuff. Uh, Glenn Beck, it, that's not the only audio that he has out there where he's predicting the, the collapse of the dollar. That's some amazing stuff. Man, that would be, that would cause chaos here, don't you think? Well, you know, yes, it would. But this is Glenn Beck. Um, you know, he's kind of one of them uh, folks that's kind of went off the deep end. If you remember folks during the 2016 election, 25 election, whatever when Trump was running and he got the nomination. This is the this is the man who literally put Cheetos on his head and called himself Cheeto Man. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad he's coming around now, but you know, he's been saying this, at least he's been consistent on saying this message that the stuff is happening. And look around, it is starting to happen. You know, you take a look at what's going with with what Iran and Saudi Arabia and China have done in the Middle East and you know, well, we're focused on stuff here that's on worrying about if men can be boys and boys can be girls and vice versa. They're over there making peace agreements with each other. Um, we're talking here about Donald Trump, how much money he gave to a porn star named Stormy Daniels. I mean, that's the biggest news. We have no idea that right underneath of us, and I'm going to touch on this, is that the Fed created a new program called Fed Now. It's a new Fed Pay. It's on the scale for this. Uh, they're distracting us while they're doing the real stuff behind the scenes here. And Glenn Beck, you know, he's been talking about this. 
a lot of other people are taking his lead. I'm seeing a lot of people talking about this, which is why I'm in cryptocurrency. Um, if the dollar collapses, I'm going to be fine with crypto. Um, you know, that's why they're trying to ban it. They're trying to hardcore ban it. China's trying to ban Bitcoin. They actually did ban it. You know, they're, they're trying hard because that's a threat. Um, that's a threat to the to the government. Well, that's um, what I've been saying to you guys. Remember, I've been saying to you guys that the government is the one that's going to say to you, your cryptocurrency is not legal. You will go to jail. Well, then let me go to jail. Three hots in a cot. I mean, then I'll just leave the country and go someplace else. Because at that point, America is no longer the country that it should be. It's just another third world dictatorship, which is what it's turning into be. And the people have no idea what's coming. Well, at least he's consistent. Here's the second audio I was talking to you about. You think is coming is a recession. What your crazy friends might say to you is coming is maybe a depression. You'd be mistaken. Those are lies. What is coming is a collapse of the dollar. You haven't had one of those. We've never experienced the collapse of the dollar of the world's reserve currency. This will make us Venezuela. Make no mistake. If you want to be prepared, prepare yourself like people should have prepared in Venezuela. Soon, I don't know when, but it will happen overnight. Soon, everything will be collapsing and the banks will close and there will be chaos. Kind of what you were talking about. There will be chaos. There will be all kinds of things that go on and that uh, you'll only be uh, able to use the CBDC. Now, the question with the currency is, is how does the federal government move us to a CBDC and then not give us credit for the money that we have? I have no idea, but I do know one thing is that if the dollar collapses, the folks in the big cities are going to be screwed. New York, L.A., you're screwed. But you know what? The folks down in Alabama, the folks down in Oklahoma, Tennessee, some of these backwood cities, backwood states, you know, they'll survive. You know, it's like Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr. said, a country boy can survive. A country boy will survive. And he's right, you know. Those people working in the country, they have no idea about a lot of this stuff. They just go about their business and raise their cattle and do what they do. They'll survive. Um, it's the people in the cities that won't survive. They, And you know what? Serves them right. You know, they don't know what's coming. We do. We all three of us know. Between you and Johnny, we know what's going on. We see what's going on, and we're preparing ourselves for this to happen. It's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And it's already happening right now. And Glenn Beck was talking about a war with I, I, Russia. Newsflash, China. People, we, already, we are already in a war with Russia. We have been in a war with Russia for over a year now. Yeah, it's not our troops over there, but whose equipment is over there? Who's training Ukraine to use our equipment? It's us. It's our equipment. So by proxy, we're in this war. We're just not sacrificing soldiers right now or putting soldiers in harm's way. But we're in a war. And yeah, we'll probably end up being in a war with China pretty soon. And that's that's what they want. And then from that will come the new world government, which is what they want to do. And who's going to lead that new world government? Is it going to be China? Is it going to be Russia? It's not going to be us, obviously, because if we are going to become a non-factor, no longer be a superpower. China. China's yeah. going to run the world. They 
if you look at their demographics and people, people, I hear people say, oh, China is, is weak, China is worthless. And you know what? Yeah. In a, in a, in a global war with, with us. Yeah. Would we win eventually? Yeah. Would we, would we win a war? Yeah. We'll beat China. But the reality is when that happens, our country will be so devastated that it won't matter because China will just do whatever they do. But yeah, China will take over the world. They they already position themselves. Um, there's no hands down about it. They, especially they they're just they may not have the military, but they have the power at commandment because they're not crippling themselves. They're not following the environmental regulations, and instead of focusing on whether a woman can be a boy and a boy can be a woman and compete in sports, they're focusing on engineering and science and technology. So they have the upper hand, hands down. Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of those things where you you start to question, I mean, obviously, Glenn Beck, conspiracy theorist, or like you said, off the deep end, but um, there's some truth to what he's saying. There's some, there's our rumors out there that we are going to a, a digital coin for the U.S., and I think we've talked about that in the previous uh, episodes. The question is, is how does it happen? And will uh, it typically, will it, ruin the middle class? Will it quote unquote enslave the middle class and the poverty? Will it take all the money from the wealthy? Will everyone become enslaved unless you're part of the government? We don't know. That's the that's the question, right? And that's where when you say be prepared, you got to figure out what else can you do? Because when you're talking about a war with China and Russia, we have so many things produced outside of this country. We would need to create manufacturing here to be able to supply the soldiers that are fighting or create the drones that we're flying or whatever it is. We are so far behind in that, that it's, if we go to war with someone that is producing that for us, we're, we're in trouble. And this has been going on for a while now, you know, this has been going on in the background, you know, constantly and being drawn up and, you know, they're, they're especially over the past four years, during this current administration, and even before the one before Trump, you know, Barack Obama just is solely dismantling our military, and Joe Biden is doing the same thing. I quite frankly think Joe Biden is not even in charge. It's somebody else that's in charge because there's there's no way Joe Biden will be dumb enough to do what he's doing right now. He's just too stupid to figure this out. He just uh, he's just a mindless puppet. There's somebody well, you know. Barack Obama said two weeks before he got into office in 2008, he said, we are two weeks away from fundamentally changing the United States. That fundamental change that we've seen has been, we are no longer a superpower. The U.S. dollar does not dominate the economy of the world anymore. We are not autonomous and they are working towards a global power. They're working towards a global economy. And that yep. is that's that's the that's the problem, and and that is there that is the Democrats' fundamental change to the U.S. Uh, it is, and they're, they're doing it, and they're they're doing it slowly over time. And by the time people understand who are for this stuff, are going to wake up, they're going to realize that the guns have turned, and they're going to end up once under the shoe of the oppression, and they only have themselves to blame for it. You know, how did uh, we talk about how what happened? How did uh, how did uh, 1930 Germany got taken over by one man without an ounce of violence in the street? Well, there was some third generation, certain persecuted people. The Jews were treated horribly, but the regular citizens, they just went along with it, and they just accepted it as fact, and 
sooner or later, you know, they got a couple years into it. He took over complete control, and, uh, you know, he was a menace to society. And, uh, you know, and the people, I think, you know, after that, I think the people had to come to the realization of what they allowed to happen. And a lot of them were, let's just say they weren't too, uh, what's the word I'm trying to find? They were very uh, sickening to their stomach. But some of these people found out what actually happened um, under their noses that they allowed because they were fed a lie and they believed the lie and they believed the lie. That's, I'm not saying that we're like that, but there's a lot of lies out there that people are believing when the when the people in power are saying do this, do this, and they they follow along, they don't question, they they just go along with with it, and you know they're being dubbed down in the school systems, and they're all being trained for this, they're being conditioned. And so if you if you study Germany before World War II, you will understand that the Treaty of Versailles put the German people in uh, is such a dire st- state of economy that people were desperate. They were eating dogs. They were eating rats. The Germans were a desperate people. And the Bismarck was telling them that the only way out of it was hard work. And you had a, a communist candidate saying, communism will give to everybody. But people saw through that. They saw what happened in Russia and they, they saw that that wasn't the answer. And then you got this person saying that you're better than this. The French should never have done this to us in World War One, and the English should never have done this to us in World War One. and rally behind me and we'll correct this. And that's how Hitler came to power. I mean, people act like it's some big, he conned people or snowed people. It was the times. The, the Treaty of Versailles put them in such dire straits that a person telling them they could go back to eating and could be the proud Germans that they were once, they bought into it. Uh, buying into it, I've got uh, Matt Getz, uh, seems to be one of my, my new favorite people here. Uh, I'm going to share one of, his, um, one of his audios here. I really, in, this is what you and I and Johnny have been talking about. This is what we've been looking for, someone to articulate what we want, what we believe, what we understand, what Washington is, and stand up to it and say, this is the way we should be doing this. This is what he's saying in this audio. It is wrong how Washington is run. Have a, have a listen. Like I said, it's my fourth term, and I'm tired of the way this place works. I think it's deeply corrupt. I think the lobbyists run the show most of the times. I think people are more interested in servicing their PAC fundraiser than they are the needs of their constituents. And it's a grift game. And the way that what facilitates that grift game is an entire sophisticated structure that ensures that no one's really responsible for the legislating, right? If we had to take individual votes on individual departments and authorizations and bills and spending, then we would probably be, be held to account to a greater degree by the people in this country. But instead, what you get is every year or so, some multi-thousand page bill that you get a day, day and a half to read. And the whole deal is thumbs up or thumbs down on the whole thing. And then you're left with the decision of you know voting for a bunch of you don't agree with, or leaving out the widows and the orphans and the veterans and the military and things that every American would care about. And we had to force upon the system a better way to deal with legislating as an enterprise. 
And that had features in policy, features in personnel, and features in procedure. And that's what we were working through. So Matt gets gets it. How do we get him the help that he needs to move this forward and put these procedures and these people in place? Well, first off, they need to go ahead and uh, basically, if I was Matt Getz and I was leading, I would take Change Congress. So I'll take my Freedom Caucus, my 22 members up, and I'll just refuse to show up. I just would refuse to show up to do my job until they fix things because the House ain't going to get anything done without those 22 votes. Their Democrats aren't going to jump ship. I will tell the Speaker, all right, screw you. We ain't, we're going to work. Um, you know, that's what I advocate in my home state, you know, when the COVID situation happened up and even last year, you know, with the Senate trying to hold up. I was advocating the Senate just not show up and do their job. Just say, fine, you want it, Democrats? Good luck passing this and just left and not even do their job. And the reality is if someone does that, I bet you the same people still get reelected because the people do not pay attention. Majority of people who vote don't pay attention to these people. They just vote because they vote. And as much as I hate how this is going, we have ourselves to blame for this because we don't hold our government accountable. We, the people, should be holding these people accountable. Voting, we can vote them out. We can vote new people in there, but we don't. We we, we just go along about whatever we do. Um, we the people have a lot of power, whether they like it or not, and they try to shut us down. But they got to remember a thing, and this goes to the January sixth, and even the protests in Tennessee that happened in town in Tennessee. Okay, those two lawmakers disagree with them politically, but you know what? At least they stood up and they did something. Yeah, maybe for the wrong cause in my personal, but at least they stood up. And what happened? They got crapped on for it. And, you know, all these people, they and that's the problem. And and that, that's a major problem. And the people just seem to just walk on by like it's no big deal. Well, they have to go to work. They, they can't, we can't um, stop Congress from working. I mean, that's what we sent them there to do, but to do their job. But, well, and that's, that's one of the other problems. And then you have been complaining that Republicans don't stand up and do what you've asked them to do. Well, here's Matt Getz giving you kind of an update on what they are looking at for the Bidens. I don't know that anybody at the FBI or Department of Justice thinks they're gonna make their career by charging the president's son. So I can't say I'm too optimistic about their work, but recently in Congress, we discovered those payments that go through pass-throughs, but that send Chinese cash into the bank accounts of the Biden family. It is our belief in Congress that the first family is compromised by the Chinese Communist Party payments that they received. We're going to further evidence those payments. I'm particularly proud of the work of Chairman Jamie Comer in the House Oversight Committee, and we may be seeing Hunter Biden before that committee giving testimony very soon. Now, this is what we've been talking about. Now, the Democrats set a very bad precedent by impeaching Trump for something stupid. Um, this is something stupid. Maybe, maybe not, maybe stupid's not the word to me. This is something that that should be impeached for, but it's going to look like it's retribution for what the Democrats did. Do you think the people will understand that this is not in retribution, that the president and his family are selling the U S out? They don't understand now. The people are idiots. I'm just saying they, 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 they don't understand this now. Um, you know what? I hope, I, I hope they do impeach Joe Biden. I hope they impeach him and they impeach his whole family and they impeach everyone. Just why not it's impeach everybody? Just, you know what? Even if it's political retribution, who the hell cares? He did a crime. Impeach him. It won't do anything. Impeachment pretty much is, not, is a useless process because you need a Senate. 
And unfortunately, the Senate, they have some issues over in the Senate where they won't do it because they will never go against their party. So they can talk to Peach and Peach and Peach and Peach and Peach and Peach and all this stuff, and it just really won't do any good. So the only way I think something's going to get done is if you force it down the throat of Joe Biden. There's some mechanisms where you can force this. And you know what? The people who understand this stuff, they can come in, they can force this stuff. You know? and But they won't. They won't do it. Um, the Republicans won't do it because, well, you know, they believe in a civil discourse and civil society, and they don't want to step stoop down to the Democrats' level. I think they should. I think they should do petty for petty, eye for an eye, apple for an apple, quite frankly. You know, if I was the president of this country, oh, you bet I would be going on my political opponents. I don't care. My political opponents, they used to the bad. I'll be on that stuff right away. And they'll be in jail. <laughs> but that's me. So <laughs> that's just not me personal, but my, me, me personally. Well, and in order for you to be able to do that, you need a lot of money, right? And so I've got an update here. Remember we talked about the Democrats and and how they get a lot of their money from unions and from the wealthy. They They get a lot of money put to them without it coming from individuals. And this is an update on Brandon Johnson, who ran against Paul Vallis for mayor in Chicago. Brandon Johnson ended up winning, but Let's listen to the amount of uh, money that was poured into his campaign. Brandon Johnson just got another half million dollars from the American Federation of Teachers. That one donation is almost double what he's gotten from individuals the entire time he's been campaigning. In fact, his contributions from unions alone are more than 13 times what he's gotten from all other sources combined. So Brandon Johnson got $5,013,023 from teachers unions. He got $2,583,742 from other unions, and he got $274,000 from individuals. And then from businesses, he got $255,000. From individuals or non-union entities, which would be a business, which they're taxpayers, so they're looked at the same way. He got about five hundred and twenty, about five hundred and thirty thousand dollars from them. He got over seven and a half million dollars from unions. That's crazy. But you know what? That's what Chicago wants. They want someone who's more left than Lori. Guess what? They don't come to us complaining when your city goes when you people die. And that's why they got rid of the first crazy guys because you know they. Uh, Crime was so high when this guy ran on to defunding the police. Like, seriously, that's what he ran on. And these idiots in Chicago voted for this. Well, you know what? Here's the thing to do with Chicago build a massive wall around the whole dang city and put a fill with water. Just get rid of the city. We don't need it anymore. Same thing in LA. Get rid of that city. You know, these cities, let them destroy themselves. I cry for you. We keep the mess in that city and just keep them in there. Are you trying to create water world with Kevin Costner? If you just fill the city with water and let them live underwater? We're not going to miss the city of Chicago. I guarantee you that. I have relatives there. I don't I don't want that to happen. Well, tell, um, them, to move. tell them to give us... Why the hell do you have relatives in Chicago? Tell them to get the hell out of that city and move to more... A more <laughs> city that has more freedom in it. It's not so, it's not so crime-rated as that, as that place. Man, that's... You know, my coworker, you know what they call Chicago? Chirac. That's what they call it. Well, you know what? Um, I saw this uh, video with the audio here. Uh, it shocked me, and I'm wondering if it's going to shock you. TikTok bill was introduced to the Senate on March 7th. This will give the federal government access to your computer network. 
any platform with over a million followers, so think of your Facebook, Instagram, Ring Doorbell, even your PlayStation, they'll be able to access those platforms and read all of your correspondence, your DMs, any of your private messages. If passed, it will also be illegal to have a virtual private network, a VPN. A VPN hides the user's actual public IP address and tunnels traffic between the user's device and a remote server. If you're caught with a VPN, not only could you get $250,000 worth of fines, but you could also be subject to 20 years in prison. The Restrict Act will also allow the President of the United States to appoint a communications secretary. And this secretary gets to gather a committee that he or she selects, so not one that's voted on by we the people. And then they're allowed to have closed door meetings to talk about what you or me can view. No more freedom. This isn't a right or a left thing. This affects everyone. So go to congress.gov where you can read more about this bill and then scroll down and click on contact my member. You can put in your zip code and they'll tell you who your representative is. Then message your representative and tell them not to vote for this bill. Is it just me or every time we have a Democrat in office, do we just lose another freedom? Yeah, we do. And we're losing more now. And, you know, I'll say it again, there's, this country is becoming a country that I don't recognize anymore. It's not what it used to be. It's no longer, it's no longer the freedom that, that we all think. It's freedom in this country is all an illusion. Um, if we have to be honest, it's pretty much an illusion. We're all shown that we do have a say in things. We do have a say, a vote and all this stuff. But in reality, it's what the powers to be wanted to happen. What they want, they get. And it's a big club out there. And guess what, folks? You're not in it. You're just a poor peasant on the street. You're going to do what they say. And if you don't do what they say, you go to jail. And you get to meet Bubba. Well, and let's, so let's, uh, what can we do about this? We can tell all of our listeners, go to congress.gov, look up the Restrict Act, Call your congressman or woman and tell them to not vote for this. Do not allow more freedoms to be taken away from us, the Americans. Well, this was a, this was an episode of some um, out there conspiracies that I'm sure Captain Unicorn loved. There was uh, some scary warnings and uh, <laughs> there was an update on, on how the Democrats raise their funds and how it just is so hard to compete with uh, the Democrats and how they raise their funds if you are trying to run for office and run against them. This was another Long Chair podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. <laughs>